<laughs> That's one thing. So I've, I've mostly dated white guys. I've had black boyfriends in the past, but like I, the last two relationships I was in, they, they stopped me from working with people. I can't, I need black dick. Like every, at least once every six weeks. Like it's an itch. It's an itch that you cannot scratch. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, I, lo- I love it. Like, I lo- honestly, I remember that light switch got turned on for me and it's just... So no. once you go black, you never go back. You never, mind. honestly, I love it. New questions every day. How's a brother post to sleep? Listen, I give youngers books. Trying to educate myself as I'm running through these streets. There's no such thing as black and black crime. You can hit us in the DMs if you want the smoke. Pew, pew, pew. Not sure where the conversation's gonna go. But did you do your research? Yeah, I wanna know. That's the life of a domino. It's the, the domino effect. Yeah, yeah. What, what I was gonna say, but do you feel like a lot of you've spoken about how? A lot of it is being you and you're very raw and a lot mm. of the time you're not looking your best. But obviously we've had women like yourself and we've had similar conversations, but we've had like decent to good looking women on this podcast. Do you feel like you being able to do that is a privilege of the way you looked? Like for example, if you were still size 16 mm. and your face didn't look the way it mm-hmm. did, do you think you would have the privilege to be able to say, you know what, I'm just going to... I could be natural. No, you're, natural. you are right. You are right. And I've said this, like I'm, I'm, we live in a society where it pays to be pretty. 100%. 100%. If you're good looking, you get better in a life. And I don't want to sound like a dickhead when I say this, but when I see not looking people, like I... I life would be hard like I don't even know where I would be like I've met the male double of me and he is not doing well like because it's like <laughs> and it's like I, I, I don't even know where I would have got if I could not have made money off my image because I don't I don't stand for authority I'm not going to have a boss so I don't know what I would have done I would have been fucked like and 100% it pays to be pretty and I'm so appreciative of my fat ass because I have no idea <laughs> where it comes from and I have no idea where my ass and my thighs come from. Do you go I'm, more exercise or anything like that? Not really. Like, I, I might squat, like, once every two weeks and I quite like the gym, but really, I was just born with a fat ass. Good exercise, exercise Give, Yeah, I was giving with... I was just, like... Oh. Yeah, I was just so grateful for the fat ass and the thighs. But it took a long time to appreciate them. I, like, I remember the time when I actually fell in love with my body. I was stripping in Australia and I was wearing, like, um, a tight corset thing around my waist. And I was sitting on a guy's lap and I was had a mirror in front of me and my ass was, like, so fat my thighs but my waist was so tiny and I was like do you know what you look good because before for years before I used to hate my thighs because it's only been in the last like what seven eight years yeah, it wasn't you know, a thing fat, yeah like yeah. fat legs and big ass has been a thing before I used to hate my thighs but now it's like everyone wants my first viral video on TikTok was that thigh that thigh shake thing mm. which is just so natural for me I will do that in the queue at Tesco like my thighs are just like going and I didn't even know that was a thing <laughs> but yeah like like you said like yeah I am grateful but don't get it wrong when I I can look rough like sometimes you know when you're about to take a picture and it's the front screen I'm like oh shit I was like whoa like I'm no perfect of beauty like my mama gave me a moustache I have to thread that every three four weeks so like no, but what, what I'm trying to say is that, like, as you said it, I'm just happy you have that self-awareness because you know there's some women that will look like a space that she hit them in the face and they wouldn't be able to just jump in porn and just nah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. put like makeup on mm-hmm. I'm sure if you were your, your actually you know what there's some BBW people on earth but if you were your mm-hmm. signed 16, 18 self or whatever you was I'm not sure if the numbers would be the same or it'd be that easy. But it comes down to like what I said before about with with stripping when I saw that roadkill make money. If you own it, if you've got that confidence, like that is sometimes the most attractive thing. Like yeah, you'll see you beautiful girls that are stuck up and you're like, yeah, you're pretty on the outside, but you're ugly on the inside. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes that's quite transparent with how they talk and how they hold themselves. Same with OF. I've seen 55-year-old grannies kill it on OF. I've seen yes. really fat girls on OF kill it I've seen people that I mean they look rough but because they hold they hold themselves they're confident and, and they're, they're real pretty, were they fat and pretty dogs no no I've seen some I've seen some doggy birds mm. but, but I've like it's about being real like if they hold themselves and their confidence and that's what I said about people can go on Pornhub and they can go get that shit for free but like we're the real people like it's like I said in TV you see the eights and nines maybe a guy wants to sign up to a four or five because that's real that's relatable but you know what? do you know what I mean and it, that's true that's a girl that he can get even when I was looking at um, like the stats of people who do well on like sex or adult porn mm-hmm. sites, it's like young girls, like people who have the young look, mm-hmm. and then it's people who are people who seem accessible. So when you see like, I'll use like let's say like let's say Megan Good for example. You see the Megan Good. I don't know what that is. <laughs> not from um, Transformers. You not seen her? Leng. 
No, sorry, Megan Fox. Fox, oh, Fox. my girl crush. Yeah, oh, the one with the one with the Mate, that bit when she's yeah. walking out of water in Jennifer's body. Oh, God, <laughs> Lord. So, like, imagine <laughs> Megan Fox on, on, on OF. Yeah. She looks unattainable. Oh. She looks unreal. So, someone okay. really came, it don't seem real. But then, the, like, the, the girl next door type mm-hmm. girl. Now, I can communicate this girl and I can almost think, do you know what? She's accessible to me. Mm-hmm. So, those are the girls who make a lot of money. So, mm-hmm. the young ones are the ones who make a lot of money. But what I was going to say is that... Um, you seem quite like proud of what you do in terms of like the sexual industry. Is that something that you, you, you think that should be more accepted? Obviously, there's a, a stigma around it. Do you think that should be more accepted in society by and large? Pussy will always sell. It mm. is the oldest trade. Like, yeah. I don't know if you know that, when girls in the 1900s, 1800s, they used to wear a choke around their neck, which was, means there was an escort. They were, like, that is, mm. it's always sold and it will always sell. Men are weak that. to the pussy. That's, that's just how it is. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Just, do you know what I mean? Biologically, we need to be like, It makes sense. But do you think it should be, because obviously it's been frowned upon for so long. Now oh, it's a bit more accepted. Do you think it should be it, that this stigma around sex work should go? Like, it's a legit, do you think people should see it as a legitimate job, as, you know, a career that women can pursue and it should be respected as such. I think that motion is already in action, to be fair. Like, obviously, OnlyFans been about for a while. When I first started, it was quite shameful. And now, everyone in my our generation knows someone doing OF. If it's your cousin, your neighbour, you're like, do you know what I mean? Someone is doing OF that we know because times are hard and it's e- it's easy money. Work smart, not hard. No, I hear that. Yeah, but like, for real, like, oh, but it's sad because if you look on, I've lost every social media. I've lost 140k Twitter. I've lost three Instagrams. But my tax bill, like I'm a, a, I'm a registered business. Like I conform to society. It's not like I'm pocketing this money. Like I'm. So why am I not treated with the same respect? Everyone wanks. You all wank. And so it's like, like do you know what I mean? Every, everyone does. If they don't, then they need it. Like because it's self love in a way. It's self love. It, it, it's self love in a way. And like you need it. And it's just the stigma. Like I said, come back to that ex that I told you about the programming. Your pro to think it's not right like do you know what I mean like and but we're getting there I think as times change and like it's been a massive shift in the last two years that I've seen for the acceptance of OF and people that do it as a job because so many are doing it now like do you think it provides more safety for women in sex work massively like the amount of barriers through OF like you've got to be age verified we have model release forms there's so many like hoops and leaks especially from when I started it was easy it was literally like passport boom go now you have to jump through so many hoops to be verified same with the people that sign up and buy it like there's no there's no 15 year olds buying content on OnlyFans because you have to be age verified Verified. Mm. So it's it's not like Pornhub where there's literally and Pornhub is accepted in society where there's multiple unconsensual videos on there. There's yeah. underage. There's a lot of shit on Pornhub. It's not vetted. We are vetted. Like I remember I used to sell piss content, right? And I uploaded a video and in about thirty seconds, OF took it down. Like because they've they've created an algorithm and they know it. Like it's mm. so safe for a platform for Why sex content. Why can't you piss on OF? Oh, like because they're bastards and it sucks because it sells <laughs> high. But I still sell it privately. So so, so so what do you say? Because obviously, because well, I say well. Well, well, that's one thing I was going to say about um, obviously in the adult, adult industry as a whole, as you mentioned about unvented and unconsensual, that's why I've never really been a fan. And then also when I look at, we've done, we had like a semen retention coach on before and he explains mm, for men on the men's side, mm. let, forget the women, how damaging it is and how it's hooking guys onto mm-hmm. porn, which we, we can come into in a sec. But um, when I looked and when I did my research, the Financial Times, you know about the Financial Times? No, they're like a big financial magazine, one of the mega hubs. And they actually did, but usually they they discuss like the economy and world affairs and shit you probably find boring. But they did actually covered porn. Mm -hmm. So they covered... There was the guy who who owns Pornhub and bought up all the other um, porn sites and he was actually the... Basically, he ran the whole of the porn industry. Then how OF came in and destabilized everything because it started putting power into the creator. Similar how mm. like, music labels back in the day used to sign artists, put yeah, them on yeah, shit money, money and just and just basically mm-hmm. robbed them. But now how OF has destabilized it. And when I looked at it, like, oh, actually the benefits obviously is one, it puts power back into the creator's hands. Yeah. Um, it's safer. You know, what you're actually watching is consensual content. But the main mm. one, which I thought was actually a spin on society, which is beneficial is, as you said, is you can't just be anyone who's like a little kid going and just watching the content. Mm-hmm. You actually yeah, yeah. have, to, there's barriers to entry in terms of verification and Massive. also because of money. Like uh, paying 20 quid to go and watch Naked Girls when you're like 14 is, mm-hmm. is, is, is a big deal. No, it's not feasible, yeah. It's a big deal. I, I remember when I was like 14, I remember my boyfriend's house and we all watched porn. We all watched Pornhub, an unrealistic porn. Etc. and mm-hmm. yeah. Oh mate, I used to love that. Etc. Yeah, was actually lit. Honestly, <laughs> there's some kinky yeah. people out there. Like, wow. And the first time, first time I had sex, 
sex I was trying to do Pornhub Like the shit mm-hmm. Pornhub Not down. real Like, yeah, like yeah, people yeah. say to me Like how do you feel If an under, underage person Signed up to your site right You wouldn't like, know First of all Yeah 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 No you wouldn't It's all a username I've not, no idea who signs up <laughs> like, Don't get me wrong I'm not advertising to children I don't want children To sign up in any way But mm. I would much rather Than watch my content Than watch what is on porn The unrealistic standards Are you just going to Plough a woman You're not going to You're not going to Eat her out You're not going to Kiss her neck You're not going to Make her feel wanted You're not going to Buy her dinner Like do you know what I mean Like where And it's just unrealistic Of what sex is If it, but people nowadays they learn sex from porn. Do you know what I mean? I'd mm, rather yeah. a 15, 16 year old learn sex from my page where it's real, it's organic, than watching porn and seeing the stand. You will get dry mouth and she's going to stop to get yes. a glass of water. But again, I'm not <laughs> advertising to children. I don't want it in any way. But I don't, <laughs> so, so part of the, with, with, with the academia says that women do tend to have high levels of promiscuity suffer from a lot of trauma and mental health issues. Oh, daddy issues. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just curious to, to think, so my obviously history. again, you're, you seem like an advocate and from the way you make it sound, there's, there's a lot of positives. But one of the, the major negatives is that women who tend to fall into this industry suffer from these psychological mm. issues. So like, how can you then be so confident in kind of pushing this, this new industry when a lot of the people who join it Supposedly uh, suffer from these issues. I can only talk for me and yeah. my experience. Uh, that's, what was, that's, you know? that's what I was going to say because I knew you were going to. I'd like that. to think I'm a bit different mm-hmm. from the standard mm-hmm. of those mm-hmm. that sign. Don't talk from your perspective. Talk generally from the industry because your industry. Uh, yeah, but that's you, quite hard for me to do. Like, how can I go deep on something where I, I, like, I can only? But you talk meet from my you meet but you meet people in industry. You you can yeah you on a surface of, level. Yeah, on a we surface. don't sit down and talk about trauma. That's one thing that I, I like. It's quite a struggle with this industry. Like we're doing such an intimate thing. Like I'm licking your asshole. Mm. And then you're gone in two hours. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not hearing about, like, that your, your son died when he was mm. three or, like, do you know what I mean? Or the, tra- the trauma that come all their life. It, it's not, I can't speak from that level. Mm. Do you know what obviously, I mean? But obviously, I f- are you being now trying to be, like, politically correct to dodge a question? The only reason why I say mm. this, wait, hold on, let me finish, is we've had glamour models, girls, we've had, we have general people that we know who work in the OF and the sex industries. And from just talking to these people, over time, you kind of get to know with a person, even when it comes to, say, this person, oh, you can tell, oh, this person's a bit off. They seem like they might have some mental health or they've dropped that. They've had this traumatic experience. Like, over time, you can't tell me with all these people you're meeting, you're not going to know anything about them. Well, like, something I'm, I will say, like, that I've, through the creators that I've met, that a lot of them are on the ADHD spectrum. That we do not conform to the nine to five, the authority. Like for me myself, I'm classic ADHD. Like I take every box. And that is what I'm finding the general connection free creators that we've all got ADHD or autism or Asperger's or something on the spectrum. That's mm-hmm. the only connection I can definitely say that I've mm-hmm, seen. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to experience, like I don't know, like I guess I have daddy issues. I ain't spoke to my dad for like eight years, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think I think what got me into it is I was raised quite poor. We didn't have a lot of money growing up and I was always not going to live that life. And I don't know if it's before I knew about manifestation and all that stuff and I just always knew I was not going to be poor. So I've always worked smart, not hard. And that's through going, like even if I went to like say Creamfields, I paid someone five pills, take 100 pills in, I'd sell them, boom, 500 quid. Or I'd pay someone to take gas canisters, paid a 12 pound a box, made 125 pound a box. I've always worked smart, not hard. I used to go into school and I used to take fags into school. My mum used to give them to me instead of pocket money because she knew I never smoked. Boom, that's a tenner a pack. Do you know what I mean? She paid two pound 20 for them. Like I've all, like, that's just always been my standpoint, work smart, not hard. But I think it's funny you say that because I feel like, the sex industries, and we spoke about this before, is almost like the female version of trapping because really you can't sell drugs. You, they're not really involved in the fraud game. Yeah, yeah but not really because- I used to sell drugs. I, yeah. I used to sell drugs, me. But I'm saying so a man put wind at that boy. Like, literally, yeah. like, well, I accidentally <laughs> become a drug dealer. Yeah. My third year of uni. Yeah. Third year of uni, I got into pills hard. It's how I actually lost the weight. My first year of uni, I got onto, I went to one of the biggest unis. So it was like every club had a night. What uni did you go to? Preston. That's not one of the biggest unis, is it? It's the fifth biggest in the country. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So I've I never w- even heard of it. Yeah, Preston, UCLan, University of Central Lancashire. So oh, yeah, no, I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So every night there was a club and I fell into this like raving gang. And I was doing pills like four or five times a night. And then I blinked and a month later and I've got two runners. I'm buying like 200 pills at a pop like for like two pound a pill. Selling, and it's just like, what has happened? <laughs> like mm. I've become a drug dealer. But like so I'm, I've got quite a lot of masculine energy. Like don't get me wrong. Like, I'm obviously... I can be girly, but like really, I'm I'm a geese bird, like that full of through and through. I think I think trapping in the uni environment because we spoke about it before is like relatively. 
relatively it's quite safe like, I know like, I notice a lot of men when they go uni they like want to do this little trap trap thing but like when you're actually in your area and your ends it's quite dangerous like in uni you realise like, what's the worst that's going to happen I'm going to get beaten up so I think like yeah I know a few girls like especially in the rave scene um, in the homosexual rave scene I know a few girls who like they sell big amounts of coke to a lot of gay people in the gay scene because it's relatively safe like what's really going to happen in these kind of scenes but one thing I did want to touch on is kids do you want kids oh definitely mm-hmm. to the point where I'm 29 next month if I haven't got a man on the horizon by like 33 34 I'm going to sperm bank really 100% I'm born to be a mother my sister I've lived a very different life to my sister who's five years older than me she had children at 19 so I was 14 when she had her first she's got four mm. now and yeah 100% I'm born mm. to be a mother and I will be an amazing in this society if you forget daughter's not as much but how do you think it would be for your sons that his friends would to see deal with what I do mum would get railed on camera. my children will not be born in this this world this reality this life like I'm going to Costa Rica my babies will be in the ocean mm. they'll be in community living the the, the 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 imaginary world of social media and that won't exist so, so in the world that I will so create what, for my babies so you're saying you, you'd hide them from your no reality. I will not hide it's just it's a different it's a different reality I'm going to be on mm. island life where we'll have a community where we share and grow and it ain't about you know, any social media, I'll be or, like, either I'll be off it or someone will be running it because you know, I'm a bit slave to a salary. Like, how am I ever going to leave OF? But as in like, yeah, my babies will not even know that world. And if it, if it comes to it and like, do you know what I mean? These circumstances don't turn out and I do have children. I am in this world, which will not happen. Um, then I'll be truthful. I'll be honest. I'll be be transparent. Mm. I won't hide anything. And be a bit like, and if he learns like, boom, this is, this is why you live in a mad house. This is why you go karate and do judo. Like, I, I, do you know what I mean? Mm. These are bridges I will have to cross when they come to it. But mm. in my mind, in my manifestation portal, like I won't, they won't even be subjected to that. Like they're not going to mm. be in the England schooling system where like they like kids bully and they go through like, do you know what I remember when I was, when I was a kid, I got bullied on MSN. Now it's on every angle. Like my niece now has got, she's had people make TikTok videos about her, like being a bitch and being all these awful things. Like that is so destructive. And I see my niece now, she's like 13. She's on her phone for like eight hours a day. I do not want that for my child. My child won't have a smartphone. Yeah, like, child will be diving in the ocean it'll be dancing mm-hmm. in front of the moonlight it'll be connecting with its community like uh, nah I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm happy you fought outside the box I'll be honest unless yeah if you have a son unless he's a gangbanger he's gonna get bullied for seeing his like seeing those videos in yeah if he was in, if he was race. part of this world yeah if he went to school in this world and he lived in this in this life like I, I don't know if you've done much like I've gone to like South America like I've gone there quite a lot I haven't been to yeah, South, South America that. like it, it's not it's not about that it's, it's about community it's about connection I like I remember where in South America because obviously you're talking about Costa Rica okay yeah because yeah, you're talking Costa about Rica, like Sao Paulo Mexico. Is, is, no no yeah. Costa Rica Mexico like yeah island living simple but beautiful living where you know you grow your own supply you live off the land you've got vitamin D you're diving in the ocean you're connecting to your community we don't have any of that here like mm. at all like we don't, people don't realise that like, humans need connection that's why I hated like the whole COVID thing like two metre distance like humans survive and thrive off connection and, like when I told you about going to that mansion that collaboration thing it was so beautiful because there was 30 of us in a house being intimate and connecting like when do you get that experience to connect with that many people in such an intimate way and mm. we thrive off of that and we've lost that in this society we've lost that connection I don't, I don't disagree connection. with you I, I recently watch Avatar and brother that oh. Don't ruin, don't, don't spoil it, don't spoil it. No, don't spoil it for me. Don't spoil it for me. I'm an ocean baby, me. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know where I go out, it? But like, yeah. for me, when I watch Avatar, like, and this is similar in the first mm. one, my heart resonates with the freedom and the connectivity mm. those people have with the land. But the reality is that society is becoming increasingly more globalized. So it's only so long before technology reaches these rural spaces and everybody is interconnected on that on that level. So really, it's like, the, the, the liberal side of me says that, you know, I, c- I can try to be idealistic and envision that the world that you speak of, when in reality, by the time that, you know, your, your kids come to an age where they have to integrate into mm-hmm. society, the likelihood is that they will be connected on that, on that capacity. Potentially, and it doesn't help that I've used my real name. This is, I am Georgie Weir, and mm. I've used that on all my social media. And it wasn't until I was about a year in that I actually learned that people use alias names. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It, like, so I, I everything that is my that, real name. It doesn't even matter now because there's, there's even photo recognition stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You, you Especially can copy by that and paste image. stuff like, you can copy and paste the image, um, like URL, 
and find photos of people mm-hmm. online by just posting that in, into mm-hmm. Google. So there is no escape from the internet. The internet is forever. Like mm-hmm. my, uh, Mia Khalifa is a perfect example mm-hmm. of someone who tried to engage in a relationship and as a result of her past experiences wasn't able to successfully fulfill what she wanted in, in, in a partner because people just bombarded her partner with all these sex videos of mm-hmm. her getting plowed by other people. And, 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 and you, yes, you run the risk of obviously putting those kids in front of you. And, le- and leading on to that, Ozzy, you're still a young woman now. You're still deep into that world. This, your looks aren't going to run forever, so you probably won't be able to do this forever. I know. So no disrespect. And obviously, as, as I'm sure you have children, where you may keep a lot of your views, but a lot will change. What is this? How do you, do you feel like this viewpoint will last forever in the sense of you see like the Lana Rhodes and as he mentioned me and Khalifa who so are now 360 and I'm realising actually when I was young and whatever because obviously when we were young we wanted to be drug dealers and now we're businessmen mm-hmm. and we work in certain industries because but at that time that's all we wanted to be like how do you think this mindset do you think it's always going to be like this or what do you think this is emergence of the Lana Rhodes and the Mia Khalifas? I think whatever could happen in the future is just a price to pay for the privilege of the lifestyle I've lived. Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? I've been in this industry for 21. I worked in the stripping world. I worked for two days a week, making a grand a, grand a week, 1,500 a week. Now I make mad money and I live such a free life. No one has the freedom that I have. Do you know what I mean? You're making money for someone else. You Someone else decides when you can be sick and you can go on holiday. I've never had that. I'm my own boss and I have been since I was 21. And if like, I have to have a difficult conversation with my future children at the sacrifice of that like then that's it isn't it like I, I, like I've lived such a free life yeah. and it's just it don't, don't you think that's pretty selfish on your part though well what, why why because my child will get everything we live in such a difficult world some people can't even afford to heat their homes or mm. feed their children wouldn't that be selfish yeah. Like, yeah you're going to a world like I, I'm, I'm do you know what I mean we're talking of things that aren't even in existence right now no, of course of course it's all hypothetical but my, my question is that how do you because yeah, but you've got to be selfish. I haven't got children. Of course I'm always selfish. I haven't got me yet. This is my life. But I understand. But, you know, like... But, but part of the reason why I had to... Well, part of the reason why I build myself up to be the man that I want to be or aspire to be like um, is because I want to leave a legacy and, and I mm-hmm. plan to have kids. So mm-hmm. as part of my plan as a guy who's growing and developing and learning about himself every day, I understand that the decisions I make now will have implications uh-huh. in the future. Therefore, I make certain decisions now to safeguard myself from certain experiences in the future. Now... What you're saying with, the, with why I called it selfish is that everything's about you right now. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not really thinking about your kids. And fair enough, you can provide a certain standard of life for your kids. But I look at, for example, single parent homes in more affluent places. So well, in single parent homes in more um, impoverished places, they suffer from stuff like crime and stuff as, as, as a means to get what they want. But in more affluent places, they suffer from more mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So God willing, and if in manifestation, you find a man that can help you ground your kids as well. But if you do decide to go down the route by yourself, then there's many things that you won't be able to foresee as a result of your experiences now. And that's why I kind of say it's selfish because you can't plan what your kid's mental state's going to be, even the fact that you, you can provide can a certain level. You can prepare for it and like, have a level of communication of honesty. Like not a lot of people in parents, obviously I'm not a parent, so I can't speak. I don't know the difficulties. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like people actually sit down and talk to their kids and actually like break down, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Mm-hmm. And have that level of complete honesty and transparency. Well, I, I will, I feel. No, I understand. Like, and and, and, and uh, you, you sound like the kind of person, but at the same time, when we're, uh, we've had this conversation with, with many women and you're not going to sit here and ever hear someone say that, oh, I'm not well equipped to, to raise my kid properly. Everybody thinks that they're doing everything perfectly and they can do it correctly. But the reality is, is, that, is that based on certain decisions that people make, that might not be the case. But these are all if, buts and maybes and cross the bridges when we get to it. All I know is that I'm patterning a life for my future and my children will have a life like no other. Like, do you know what I mean? They will never experience poverty. They will be completely in touch with nature, completely mm. in touch with me as a parent like and the community. That and I could, that, mm. Who can offer that? Do you know what I mean? Especially in the society of our generation. Like Our people can't even fucking buy a house, mm. let alone even prepare for like the giving the child their life that they wanted. Like, like, yeah, but you know, you know, you know, you know I, f- I fully understand what you're saying. I think... The reason why I, I like your spinning is it's less problematic because you're talking about Costa Rica. So mm. like a lot not of not even gonna be part of this reality. Mm. The reality that we've created is so fabricated and so unreal and like right like race. I come back with like but the but image hold, of beauty and all that shit. But one thing I will, one thing I would say on that is that you spoke about obviously because something you spoke about when you were, when you were younger was about poverty, poverty, and that's what mm. drives a lot of people. Like me growing up with single mum, I never wanted to be broken. That's why I did certain things mm. when I was younger. But one thing I would say 
in this Western society, I could say for ninety nine percent of most men, rich, poor, or middle class, they would rather live in relative poverty in the UK than have a rich mum that everyone's seen get railed on camera. That and that that is that is the facts of it for for most men. Yeah, but they don't get that choice. I'm the mum. I've got you into this life. <laughs> it's my choice, isn't it? Like, kind of like, at the end of the day, this is the life that I've lived. And I, I've kind of never even forced falling into this industry. It's just come mm. to me. And it's just patterned that way in my life. Like, I never had to really even work hard for it. It kind think, of just... Well. I think the attractive part of your personality is how, is how much you own it. Because a lot of people is like... They're not really honest about a lot of the stuff. Like, and again, mm-hmm. like Daily said, is like the fact that you've planned it to the point of like, I don't want to raise my kid in this reality, mm-hmm. knowing how yeah. problematic this reality can be. It's only getting worse. I completely understand it. So one other kind of question I have is that part of the problem with society now, and this is generally speaking, is that there's this there's an absence of masculinity. So a lot of men are suffering from not understanding how to be a man in today's society. So then part of it, Obviously, you can't really see that oh, all mothers are doing OnlyFans or whatever. But obviously, you're, 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 you're within that industry, which will obviously make it harder to raise a male. But like, have you have you thought about what the kind of difficulties of what it would take to raise a boy? I've never really thought about it as per se. But like I said, I've got a lot of masculine energy. Mm. I don't know if that will help in a situation. But it's also like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, a dream of the man. I would. I didn't have a father figure. So I want that more than anything. And I will try my hardest to have that. If it doesn't pattern out like that, it doesn't happen like that. Mm. But remember also where I want to be, it's community living. Mm. So my community living, there will be man there. There will be the sensitive, nice, and there'll be the hard brute man. And there will be that. I want to live in a community life. It ain't just me and my child. I'm going to be, do you know what I mean? So the kind of man that you aspire to be with, yeah. Is he like a masculine alpha in, in no because I've had that it? I'm the alpha and it's actually uh, broke down relationships because you said you a lot of men can't well, handle so it usually it would be more so that's just in a sexual sense and not necessarily okay, even okay, a okay. cuck like I know relationships where he's not a cuck he just he kind of gets off of on his woman fucking a giant black man do you know what I mean like that's just like literally I'm talking about one one. there's a couple that I know and oh, I, 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 know. I love them so much <laughs> I love them so much it's Summer and uh, Mark and they are a fucking beautiful couple they're in their 40s the big up Summer and Mark yeah big up Summer and Mark they're they're in their 40s and when I sat down and had a conversation with them like he was like yeah I just fucking love watching her get fucked by a black man like he isn't a cock he ain't no like city like he doesn't she doesn't degrade him in the corner while she's riding this dick he just he loves it because do you know he's what, cool though? he's like yeah go get it and I want that like I'm do you know what I mean story yeah so oh, obviously yeah, here go, here the man go. didn't know about this story yeah, this story's mad <laughs> oh, okay I don't know I've got some mad stories go on chop <clears throat> go on go so basically in a, in a previous life <laughs> when I was at Love uni <laughs> There was a girl that I was really into. Like, I remember moving to this girl. I, I gave her the mad wine. Then she told me she had a boyfriend. So we left it there. Yeah. A few years later, this girl reaches out to me. Um, she told me to come over. Mm. Obviously, I didn't know she had a, a boyfriend. So mm. she sent... Um, I'm, I can sense where this I'm is going. I'm fucked out my face. She sends me bare nude saying, listen, I'm ready for you. Come, come get this. Come get this. <laughs> what I didn't realise at the time is that who is old. taking these pictures? Aye. Do you get me? I'm just, she's just there, cheeks spread over the sofa in lingerie, ready. Oh, so I'm just, I'm just like, this is mad. So she's like, listen, I'm booking you an Uber. Jump in the Uber, go straight to the house. <laughs> so I open the door. I put two white guys. Hello. <laughs> I met by this teacher in, in glasses. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Course. I met by this teacher in glasses. I'm not going to say his name. We'll call him Tommy. Yeah. I met by Tommy at the door. <laughs> and yeah, he, he basically wanted me to, 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 to chop at his girl in front of him. What's up? And he's just there. He's just doing coke in the corner. Mm. And he's just basically saying, listen, Put her this way, hold her that way, put it in the bum, do this, do that. See, that's not true cuck then. He had, he didn't, so cuck is normally sitting in a corner, he ain't got, he ain't telling But for the most, up. for the most, that's what I was doing. But then at times you'd be like, like. <laughs> He's still owning it a little bit. At times it's, so it's like. He's sniffing packet as well. Yeah, he? just smashing it in the corner. The shittest drug in the world. But what ended up happening was that those girls would reach out to me and want to leave him out. So, wait, wait, what do you mean? Wait, wait. as in, they, oh. they would then come to me after and be like, listen, come see me again. Okay. But without my man there, let's okay, just okay. engage in it. So to me, that like, this is why in my head, obviously this is this is an anecdotal experience. I can't speak for the wider mm. situation, but for the most part, I don't believe women truly respect men that allow that to happen to their women. You say allow that, like they're they're the authority figure. Like like what I say goes, like but clearly usually not. in a relationship that's clearly me. Not. I am the alpha, like I say what goes kind of thing. Mm. Like um like when you say allow that, 
Like I see, I, I hear what you're eh? saying the nuances of the words. Yeah, like so, what does that he, mean? Really, he's not the one allowing it because in in reality, she's the one dictating the situation. Mm-hmm. So with these girls, they would say, "I want us to." Mm-hmm. No, I don't even think there's a problem with the use of the word "allow" because even in a polygynous relationship where a man's chopping out things, he does it because his girlfriends allow him to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I don't. And he wanted it, so yeah, I guess he was allowing it to happen. Yeah, 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 I don't think there's a problem with that, personally for me. <coughs> Relationships come down to like what works. Do you know what I mean? Like if that's what makes their relationship work. It didn't. Work, he he broke much. up with it, uh, like... Oh, he gave her that D too good, yeah? You know <laughs> Show her that other side. It, just, uh, it didn't last. And like, till this day, I'm, t- I'm talking 10 years on. Okay. Like he will still message me saying, look, I got, got I've, I've showed this girl your profile. That's just a true cock. That's just a man that likes watching a woman get railed by a giant black man. Like that. That's that's a that's a real thing. No, <laughs> like, like but, a lot but, of guys. But the main like, point is he can't. Six inch guys. He can't hold the relationship. That. He can't hold a relationship as a result. Yeah, so it's like so he's always going to be adi- inadequate to the women that he's with because they're always going to want something more, which tends to be me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how to go off on that. I want to say that. To be honest, I do get it though, because I used to have my, my, one of my Congolese friends. See, he's got the mad thing. And um, one of the girls... The man de- didn't go. Yeah, well, he was dealing. She's, like, she, she's white. And all of her clients were like white in terms of the OS thing. And she used to always get requests. Like, I want to get, see you get fucked by a black man. I want to see you get fucked by a black oh, man. Oh, there's so, nothing better. Yeah, so he just had to put a mask on and then obviously oh, he just used God, to chop her. Oh, me. <laughs> That's one thing. In, so I've, I've mostly dated white guys. I've had black boyfriends in the past, but like I, the last two relationships I was in, they, they stopped me from working with people. I can't, I need black dick. Like every, at least once every six weeks. Like it's an itch. It's an itch that you cannot scratch. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, I, lo- I love it. Like, I lo- honestly, I remember that light switch which got turned on for me and it's just <laughs> so nah. you go black you never go back you never honestly I love it <laughs> while we're here the reason why I found your content and then on the domino page I oh yeah you, it was uh, Joker um, <laughs> was on your story you had a story where someone asked you the question oh yeah does size matter ha, so for the camera for, for the camera tell the people what do you think about size oh what did I say to this well I'm a size queen to start and I think it comes what's, down what, to what, experience what's, what's a size queen for because a lot of people won't know what that is sign up and find out <laughs> no size queen like, like big dick I like big dick you want to be stretched yeah fill it in big, so, does, so big does, fan. Does, does size matter then <sighs> and why does it matter as well well, again, it comes down to if you're going out with Margaret and slept with two people and her biggest person is 6.5 inch, it ain't going to matter to her. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a sexually experienced person. I fucked a lot of people. I like big dick and I learned about big dick when I was like, what, 22, 23. Once you go big, I had a, I had a, I had a black boyfriend and had like a nine and a half inch cock. I've had that. That's yeah. Love that. Great. And then I go with, you know, Jeremy's got a six and a half inch. He's like, it's not quite the same. Do you know what I mean? Like, It's interesting that you say that because part of the debate around the body count issue is the fact that when a woman has too much sexual experience, it then makes it more difficult for her to stay in a relationship after that. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like that's part of the reason why you might have problems? No, well, you don't really have problems, have but problem. like why women in general would have problem keeping nah. a guy after that? Because obviously the sex ain't what it was prior yeah, because when you look at all the research, it's like like the arguments you're putting, and obviously you haven't said it, but obviously you saying your experience, and then you've tried this and tried that, but literally that's what all the data says is that once you've become once you've tasted it, you can't go back. Yeah, and it's very yeah, difficult yeah. for you to stay with one person. You just want to. Yeah, but like I said, like oh, I'm a good communicator. If mm-hmm. I'm with someone that ain't that good, I've taught so many people how to eat puss. But how I've do you taught teach people a guy how to fuck with, with, with weak wood mm-hmm. to have strong. There's wood. toys there, man. Other people like yeah, like and I'm not afraid. If he comes, I'm I'm pulling out Jeremy, my big black dildo in the fucking corner, and you're gonna fuck me with that. You're gonna fuck me with that till I come, like 100. percent Because I'm yeah yeah, I'm I'm not one of those. I know I'm not gonna name names, but I know a person that's been with someone for six years and his girlfriend has never come, and I don't understand how he accepts that. Exactly, that's that's a madness. That is a madness for me, like who's such a sexually liberated person that knows what she wants, like. But like like when you said it comes down to experience, like what I've done. um has it made no? no. It, it must do, man, because all, all of what you're saying no, is marrying up to that, and all the data not, says that. Like, yeah, the but more data, we data, have, data, like I'm here right oh, now. Man. My experience is no, like, sex is one thing, and I can get good sex. Like I said, I can connect mm. to anyone on in the industry and go shoot good sex. It's it's more like who's gonna hold my hand and kiss my neck and like, do you know what I mean? Do the things that makes me get goosebumps and no, put a smile on my face and do you know what I mean? And do the thoughtful things or take pictures of me while we're eating dinner and that cute shit is. More 
more what we want than the actual physical. But that's the majority. That's side. the majority of men. The majority of men who don't get sex are willing to do those things. They're just not the ones. Don't get chance. They're just the ones that get. See, there you go. You already know. You already know. But no, if you looked at my history, like honestly, if you looked at the men that I've been with, it, I, I, I'm not about image at all. It's about mm. how you make me feel. That first date, you, make me laugh. Do you know what you, I mean? But you've Give been me. Said, but because of that, you needed to go get the. Jermaine to, to Jeremy to Jeremy Jeremy Jeremy, <laughs> to, yeah. Jeremy after my first ex it's always a J hey, yeah. <laughs> like, James, yeah, because of that so even though yeah, yeah. but that's just one exchange that's, that's, that's just during sex that's, that's not like you know us going out no, that's, that, 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 that's, like, that's a big exchange though like that you were just like I can't commit to this guy because mm, I, I didn't say that you, I can't commit fully in terms of like less traditional norms in terms of be with one penis because the penis isn't there no, because even if, so like my ass ex, last ex had a great Arse dick, <laughs> <laughs> had a great dick, was great, but I'm still not giving up my work. Like I'm not doing it. Like, mm. yeah, the massive so it's, cock. So it's, it's not important a, enough then? It's not even not about the sex. It's the, it's the difference. Like, yeah, we fuck one way, but like when I fuck Sensei, repping Sensei, please come back sensei. to the game. Hey. I miss you. I miss him. He's got a girlfriend and I miss <laughs> him so much. Oh God. Um, but like, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just different. With, me, with Sensei, me and him, we smoke a joint, we get drunk, we, we fuck four hours on camera. I ain't going to have that in a relationship. But I want that. I don't want that every day. Mm. But no, I want that once every three months. I just see, I, I, do you know what I mean? I just see how, I, I just don't see how it can last in the long term. If the if the guys you've experienced in the past don't match up to the guy you're with at present, at some point, if and if you're in a polygamous situation where you do have access to other men, at some point you're gonna be like, it's probably just better to leave you and go with these guys that's doing. Yeah, but what better. you're basing that my whole relationship mm -hmm. just off sex. That like it ain't a part. Like, like I said, like, to understand it's a, it's a very very. Of course it is. I work in the sex industry. Of course so, it's so a fundamental part. You know how valuable part. it is. So imagine. So if the guy can tick all these boxes, which again, like I said, most men can. It's only the, the men who get regular access to sex who would probably struggle with doing all the intimate things. But then when you do find the guy who gives you good dick, mm -hmm. can fulfill all those other because it sex. You, you, create a, you, you create a pair bond. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you carry on having sex with this guy in your polygamous situation, who then you build a relationship with over time because you love to communicate and he starts to tick the same boxes that your current partner's ticking, how the hell are you going to stay with my man when my man's got the good wood and he can tick the other boxes? Like, it's, it's hard to... to, to, to but you, I remember I'm also open to polyamory. So this is a whole other subject where you have multiple relationships. Like I said before, I wish I could have three boyfriends. Mm, I'd right. love I'd love a black boyfriend that's like all like, like that. And then I'd love a really sensitive hippie that, you know, wants to be barefoot and do mushrooms in the woods. And then I'd love... Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd love that. I'd love that, but where am I gonna find three men that get on that are that are all sound? Or oh, they be friends as well. I'd love oh, that. Oh wow! There's that movie. Ryan Reynolds' wife is in it. Her name like Blake, whatever. She's in a she's in a movie. I can't remember the movie. Basically, she's got two two men. They're best mates, but they're so different. One she convert she says is like like cool still. He's like an army vet. He's got an anger. He's got a bit of a temper. He's a bit rough. And the other one's like like a solid wood. She compares him to. He's really caring. He's really naturist. And they're best buds. Mm. And like she's with both of them I would love that that is my dream yeah, I'd, oh. savages that is a similar thing where these two guys shared this one girl and like yeah. bare missions and they're, but they're mates they're like yeah. bros like so, but when's that honestly, ever I do believe world? that the most ideal society would be a society where this stuff's not frowned upon if you want to go mm. be polygamous and you can go be polygamous and that community you have your community that, that do your thing and you have the monogamy community mm -hmm. and you have the polygynous community and everybody just lives in harmony because we're free to do what we want the reality is that we don't live in that type of society. And the reality also is, is that based on the studies, the societies that were more free sexually were more problematic in the long run. Past. Mm. In the past. But like I said, in this society, his, his, I don't want to be, I don't want to be in this world. So like include, when that, I go to that, Costa Rica. That includes Costa Rica. And South no, America, don't. Like you don't know. You and don't, no, no, don't get me wrong. Like, I love South America. I, I want to travel the whole of South America, but obviously for different reasons. I'm very big to astronomy. I love all that stuff. And cool. And the Mayan temples on that, but that's another, another topic. <laughs> but and, and I know that in South America they are more sexually free. Mm -hmm. they, they definitely are because it's not the society norms and the shame of the norm. The, like, the shame I mean? of norms. And plus, there's not social to like to you know to shame you. <laughs> and, and and that's completely correct. But that doesn't remove the fact of or doesn't remove the innate human nature to behave in certain ways where you don't get access to certain things. Because even in those societies, it's still a fraction of men who get access to the majority of the women. Now, if you blow that up. Um, globally, that then creates that same situation of history repeating itself where a small minority of men get access to all the women. Because even if you look at today, the current 
foundation of society is predicated on previous styles of history. So in, in, in history, we had aristocrats and kings who had the majority of women. Mm -hmm. Now we just have success, successful businessmen who get all access to women. So it's the same structure, just a different look. So what we will end up doing is recreating the same system, having to repeat and then go to something else. It's all a cycle. So in some part, like I understand it and the liberal side of me says, yeah, just go ahead and do your thing. The, the more conservative side and the more like stats and science based side says, well, this isn't actually good because we've seen it happen before and it goes wrong. I think you're diving into a world that I don't have no, any knowledge about or even mm. understand mm. about. I'm just living in my reality, in my world. And like you say about like, don't get it wrong, I've dated businessmen and really rich people, but I've also dated like losers. Bums. <laughs> yeah, literally, Who's better? Literally bums. Like it's not even about that. Like I've, Who gives I've better been a sugar mama when I was living in Miami. Really? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. I passed the baton on. Like I have You're been You're quite a masculine, isn't it? So you no, can look after a man, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, oh, wait, like, you, oh, you've been a sugar mama. Oh, mate, but not even oh. like in attention, like I sign up to a site. I never had that. No, it's I mean, in like, I've, I've gone on sugar day sites. I've been given money when I was living in Miami. I made this boy. You sugar baby website to look for No, 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 no. I said, I've done that. But in this situation, when I come to sugar, it weren't like that. I weren't a sugar mama, but it's in like, I was living in Miami. I this geezer in a dog park and he okay. was a, yeah he was literally he was a young boy he even lied about his age told me he was 21 because we were in America 21 is key he's actually 20 and yeah, um, I, 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 literally, literally, I don't know bless, bless him bless him he, do you know how much he worked for me like we were in Miami he would he would skateboard with his pit bull to my house in a blistering heat for 45 minutes he would he, he never tried to push anything so I could get you know you get men that are push like pushy I've got quite a guard up because that's built from stripping and my like relentless of men of so he he let that wall break down and like he never asked for money ever but he was a he was missing days from work and I was in a position where so let's not dive too much in it but I used to be a professional poker player as well so he's a oh, poker good. player and a stripper so I was cash I was, bombshells yeah, everywhere. Fuck, I was you know? cash rich I had, bare, I had bare cash so it was like do you know what I mean slip you a couple 200 that's nothing to me I made that in 20 minutes last night do you know what I mean you've you've got here in the sweating heat you're 20 years old 200 <sighs> quid I flew him out to England paid for everything never asked for it kind of thing even situations like but yeah passing the baton on I've got I've, I've dated billionaire sugar daddy and they've literally given me thousands for nothing. I actually had an exchange two days ago. I, in the last two days, one guy that I haven't even met and I've probably shared 12 messages with has sent me £3,750. Do you to do what? Literally nothing. It's actually, it's actually madness. He messaged me when I was at that private strip gig I told you about. His £400 popped up on my PayPal and he was like, and he sent yeah. a little link to TikTok, like messaged me. I was like, what the fuck? Men messaged him. Well. He has sent me £3,750. Did you say hi? In the last... In the last two days, barely spoke to him. He's been at the World Cup. He's about he's on a flight now back to Mexico and he just enjoys sending money. And it's and like, I'm so grateful and it's like, yeah, pretty privilege. Do you know what I mean? At least you at least you acknowledge that it exists. Do you think your your over like level of masculinity is a result of you not having a father in your life? Do you feel like you've had to adopt that role because your dad wasn't around? So that's who you've become as a result of your dad not being there. Interesting. I don't I don't know. <laughs> who knows because he left when I was free never was really had him as figure I was raised by very dominant women mm. my mum my nan my sister it had to be though yeah yeah we're all very very had dominant people and I don't know like but I've always been that I've always uh, like radiated towards masculine energy like even in primary school I was sat on a table with all boys mm. and like even in school like I was just all, always with boys I just prefer it it's, it's quite shit because obviously being quite, kind of a semi-attractive girl you fall in this trap of like yeah I want to be bros with you but then you get high and then you fuck them and then they get feels and it's like nah bro I just want you to be my bro but nah, we just got like, he was never your friend. Like no, 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 no. Like let's not even touch on that because he was. Like, he was I'm never a bro. your friend. Never your friend. He was an opportunist. You, you were friends nah. with him. But he wasn't friends. No, no, no. Your your stigma in like your experiences and your your no, 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 your no, no, reason no. of being friends with women. That's no, your choice. No, no, but no. Don't no, don't turn on my experience. One hundred percent. I've had bros. Well, then how comes I'm, I'm, I'm bros I'm, with him now? I'm, He's been in a committed relationship for five years. And why is he still my bro? Because he was still chopping again. No, he won't. He's in a committed relationship for five years. Why would he still my bro? You're talking your experiences and your your brand. Like no way. For me, I always say, look, men need to practice sexual discipline uh -huh. to safeguard themselves from situations like that. Mm -hmm. So if I was genuinely your friend and I've said to you like we are friends, you could lie in my bed and I'm not going to sleep with you. I've got very, very attractive friends that I've okay. done that with. It's often me that's because, because I've... No, I hear what you're... No, I hear what you're saying, <laughs> but I've... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's I like you. It was never your, it was never your bro. It was because, never your bro. Because I've trained myself to nah. be that way. For most men... You can't own, say that. No, you can't say you've no idea I'm my experience. One second. No, because I, you wanted to fuck no, them. That's not a bro. That's not a bro relationship. No, no, no. You didn't want to fuck them. 
they wanted to fuck her and obviously uh, through, through intoxication one thing's led to another the reality is that he was waiting to he was in the moment isn't it? to strike it's not nah, he's in the moment that doesn't like, happen with your bros we've been bros we've been bros we got high we ate food I don't let's fuck just my fuck my the whole aspect of bro, bros is that it's platonic me and Eddie could never get any kind of drugged up that anything would ever blah, allow it from um, <laughs> that anything would, would, would ever happen so the fact that you're saying <laughs> wet willy over here I love it yeah just, <laughs> no, but the, the fact that you're saying that yeah it was just in the moment there was always a sexual attraction there it was that, it would never you know what? And don't get me wrong this is a, a typical nah, thing that in the lot, moment this is no, you know it you even, you Wait, even nah, know it I'm a geezer a, I'm not a, a lot of women I don't say think this you're, not a, you're not a mm. geezer you, you, you will get your back broken you know this already mm. do you know what I mean so like <laughs> size queen definitely not true do you know what I'm saying so it is what it is like a lot of girls do say this that yeah he was my friend and then one thing led to another and he struck. If he was truly your friend, he's not going to shag you. Like I said, I've got very, mm-hmm. very attractive women that for, for, for personal reasons, I don't want to go there with you because it changes the dynamic of the relationship. We are no longer friends. Like it's, it's different now. Because I'm not an opportunist, but most men are opportunists and they wait for the opportunity to strike and whether it's you're, you're waved and you're getting high or whether you, know, you had a breakup, he's out there to chop you. Oh, it's just like when you have cousins that aren't actually your cousins, but you call them your cousins and you've been raised as cousins and you call them your sisters. Yeah. There's no circumstances you could have where you have a zoo and you have, because you just find it weird because they're like, you've been raised as cousins. I don't know that because I don't really have the close yeah. time, but I get what you're saying. But, uh, uh, pff, like, I don't know, but this has been my problem. Like, because like I said, I am a geese bird. I've got a lot of masculinity. Man, them love that. Of, I love a, a geese bird. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and on. that's why when I fuck there, they get the feels. Like, and I don't want that. Like, if anything, not your friends. But if anything, I'm the one that's trying to hit, see a fucking avenue and then get it then. It ain't, it's more the other way around. It ain't them trying to get me. It's more like me trying They're to get them. They're not trying to get you. It's they in the, uh, it's in the mo- No, it's in the moment. Like, and, yeah. uh, like, and luckily, in all these moments, when I've crossed the boundaries of my friendship, it's been fucking sick. And I'm so grateful for those <laughs> Powers that I've transferred to like more than just friends. It's been fucking sick, and it's but it has stayed as bros. It's gone round like yeah, we play, we play fucking FIFA, we get high, we eat food, and it's just it. But then it's always me that's been like, yeah, you've got feels now. No, like no. It's usually when it's the other way around when the girls like, oh, like no, it's no, the other I, way I, I, I hear what you're saying, I, but I do honestly believe that like the way you are. Is Have you met a masculine bird like myself? Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent, and, and that's yes. why that's that's why I asked about the, the father situation because okay. what what they would tell me is that because they had to adopt these different these, these um characteristics as a result of the situation, they become these people as a result. But when I do talk to these geezer birds, as you like to call them, mm. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a very similar trend in in, in behavioural characteristics. They're more sexually liberated again because as men are, men are sexually liberated. They're more, they're more masculine in the way they they dictate things. Like mm-hmm. they want, they get what they want. I'm gonna point like you're gonna do as I say. You're gonna get on board of my program. These are obviously traditionally masculine things that you had to adopt as to your situation. So it's just interesting, with, with, like when you're saying it to me, because I, I do hear this, but at the same time, it's like you still think you're slightly different. I, I'm trying to get away. Well, like is in like oh maybe I've not met many geezer birds. I guess. So yeah, what are like, your friends? So you do you get along geezers. with women? Yeah, that I guess have the same st- attitude as me, maybe. That like the girl, I'm always rated to girls that we say like, I never get on with girls. Like that's normally like the girls that I'm girly with, I say it the same. Yeah, <laughs> they're too I'm bitchy. Not, and da, 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 da. I've, I've had, I've caught, so when I got into Australia, I fell into a friendship with some girls but because we were roomed together and because we were British so we became friends but yeah, yeah, yeah. we weren't meant to be friends like she was like get a pretty dress have a glass of wine like uh, po- I'm not that person kind of thing and like like how can I yeah no, like, do, 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 is, get, girls like you are lit to be around just for the fact of like you understand what that the male experience to yeah. a certain degree to a certain degree you understand okay. the male experience so like I've always said like the girls who were that formed the best relationships relationships with men are the girls who kind of grew up ugly, so they had to become like fat chick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you had to you had to to learn how to integrate into the male circle Mm -hmm. in order to like get the man that you wanted or to have your little crush and whatnot. And then obviously you develop into something more attractive, and then your communication skills with men are better as a result. I always I've always found that those 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 are women who get along best with men, but at the same time, those seem to correlate with high levels of promiscuity as well. I like to think because I'm real as well. Like I even see my friends that- That's a man thing. That they, but I've seen like my friends that like put this persona on men for the first couple of months. And I'm like, you're pretending to be someone. When you become you, like he, he's not, he's not 
bonded with you. He's bonded with this person that you've created and fabricated. Like my friend, like I'm so brutally honest relationship. Like, you know, when girls are like, oh, I'll wait to text back. Like, nah, that's not me. I'm like, ding, ding, ding. Like if I, <laughs> if I want to message you, like I'm going to message you. Like I don't think of these social norms where girls are like, oh, I've read it now. I'll wait, I'll wait an hour to reply. Like what? I ain't got time to waste on yeah, that. But it's, like, it's a part of the feminine appeal. Like it's this. It, yeah, I thing, ain't got time for that. But you do because like when you're, when you're at work, your femininity comes out because you know how to seduce a man. Like you're very, like you're very sure of yourself in that sense. So it's like, you obviously you have the feminine look, but then you also have the feminine charm when it comes to the situations where you want to get something from a man. Yeah, like like sex, like seducing a man and do like dancing around a pole. You have to have some kind of That's the, yeah, that's the strip it. It's the eye contact, isn't it? And it's the confidence. It's that's the feminine. Self-love that's that's the, sh- signaling. Yeah, yeah. But, oh yeah, sorry. Still in. But before um, we round up, I had a question for you. Uh, oh, these men are throwing me off. If you wanted my OnlyFans tag, it's G that ass. Do a Domino G discount. Domino pe- discount for the man. Okay, real, real. Sign up, quote Domino, and get a free GG69 video. There we go. <laughs> right, we're going right, to put that at the start of the video. <laughs> G that ass. And I'm Shadow Band, so Georgie Weir 97. Yeah. That's jokes. You remember the question or not? Oh yeah, what's uh, the question? Too much Henny. Did that would do it for you? But um, yeah, have we got any other, anything else to round? No, nah, you might plug yourself. I, I think yeah. it's been a fantastic conversation. So sorry, it was more of a statement. Yeah, yeah. Coming onto this, obviously we've had different girls from different walks of lives, and usually there's a lot of com- uh, conflict because they'll say what they say, but a lot of the ideas are deluded. Deluded, so, yeah. But the fact that you've come on and you've you'll come from a real perspective in the sense of you, you haven't just thought of one way you see the pitfalls but you're like but I'm still going to do this because of this mm. and even though despite these pitfalls I commend you for even though you don't hate this world but living in the world and seeing mm. reality which I didn't expect to have this kind of conversation before you came in so so thank you for that oh no thank you for having me nah, you're a real one still you're yeah it's been that's, that's, like you said I'm a real one like that's all that I try to be it's completely real people put way too much energy to be someone that they're not or to be someone that they think they want you to be and I ain't got time for that and I think because I played that character the first year of OF I kind of fell in the trap of becoming someone that I thought they wanted me to be and it wasn't till I had a collaboration with a couple and it was so shit and I felt so uncomfortable and it wasn't real and I shot porn that day and it was after that I was like I ain't doing this Nah, See, I'm I, being I, real 100%. I ain't fucking people for the camera. I'm fucking people who I want to be. And I'm not putting this role play. The plumber ain't coming and I ain't breaking down nothing. <laughs> nah, I'm putting the camera on. Hey. We're smoking a zoot. We're having a drink and we're going to fuck because that is one thing I can guarantee I'm good at. I can fuck. I hear it. Because I think <laughs> my, my problem with, 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 with this conversation usually is that women have this cognitive dissonance where mm. they try to bend reality to suit their needs when that's just not how reality uh-huh. works. And again, that's why, again, it's commendable because you, you understand that the reality don't work. So you're like, you know what? I live in this reality now, but I'm going to remove myself when, mm-hmm. the, when, when, the, when the time makes sense. Well, a lot of girls will come and start sprouting this next nonsense or trying to bend the world to work for them. But that's not how the world works with uh, social mm-hmm. stuff. And then they'll come and say, this is how the world should be. And this, this is how I see things. And this is what I deserve. As and this result. is what I deserve. But you're just like, this is how I see the world. This is the positive, this is the negative. I'm going to ride this positive and that's what I'm running with. So, yeah, once again, respect for coming on. Thank you. One quote that I always get is like, we've got one planet, eight billion different worlds. Like your world and your reality is totally different to mine. Compared to like in Malaysia, you know, where they get like £2.32 for working in a a sweatshop to build product for Sheen. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we have so many different reality in the world and it's what you make of it in your reality. So when you ask me these questions of the future and all that, like, no, I'm living in my reality. I'm living in the world that I'm in and, you know, we'll pattern the future as it comes. No, I respect that. That's that's like with Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. Like, I Mm. I, I love that book. So like, you're you're living in the now. Yes. So yeah, I, I, I respect it. But it's like, it's only a problem when people try, again, that cognitive difference with dissonance where they're trying to bend things like that it just don't make sense. Because you haven't come in and said, I want a six foot man who makes this amount of money, who does this job, who's masculine and blah, blah, blah. But then the things you are don't equate to the things that mm-hmm. you think you deserve. You're like, mm-hmm. no, this is who I am. And to be honest, you quote that you want a, like a, like a, what we'd call a beta male. Like you just want someone that- Someone I, to love me. Someone that, that can just love you. Like Truly, financial situation doesn't matter. Never. But for most women, they still, they still like, 
this what we call hypergamy, where they still want mm-hmm. to date a guy on the level or above them. Where That's a programming there. You don't like what we're. I, I don't really believe it's program. I think you're the exception you to the rule. Like, look at you're, you're the exception to the rule. Oh, it is bio- biology as well. Though. But if you look like 70, 80 years ago, we were like programmed like, yeah, you need to find a rich husband or you're fucked because women had no part in life. Like you got to look for that provider, and we're still kind of uh, point that we're now the woman's a provider. I'm the provider. If you one hundred percent, even to go to Neanderthals and Homo sapiens, we still had similar structures. Mm-hmm. It's just that now we have concepts and 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 foundations to define them under. So yeah, like much hasn't them. changed from a biological standpoint because we're still the same human being from a biological sense. Just with a we dodgy were. finger from holding phones. <laughs> we're still <laughs> the same human being that existed yeah, yeah. in the Homo sapien times, and mm-hmm. we still follow the same structure. So, like with pair bonding, pair bonding. What the science says about pair bonding is that the reason why men and women take so long to conceive when they have sex is because the man needs to build a relationship to the woman so that when the woman gets pregnant, he will defend her and look after his offspring as a result. Because naturally, uh, we just want to scatter and we just want to impregnate as many people as possible. So in order to invoke the pair bond, we need to have sex multiple times before a woman is able to get pregnant as it's to keep those two together. That is, in essence, is monogamy. Again, it's not natural because he's probably still, he, no, he still wants to go out there and mm-hmm. breed up bare women. But in order for that woman and the offspring to survive, he needs to be there to protect and that is what we see today, but we call it monogamy. And I think it's not all programming because women still look for the alpha traits in the sense of yeah, when you're younger, you might look for height and looks. When you get older, you might look for status and money. When you look at Neanderthal times, they, they used to look at size, the strongest, mm-hmm. who could fight the best. I think it's always looking for the alpha traits. It changes through time. But by and large, women still look for whatever alpha trait they do value. Um, I think it's also we didn't really touch on this, but one of those relationships I told you about, like for a long time, I was very gold digger orientated, mm-hmm. very gold digger. Which I think is natural for women as well. Right, but I was, I admitted it, like 100%. I even ended a relationship. I met a guy that come in a club, really fucking rich. And I ended up breaking up my relationship, being with this guy. And it was amazing. We looked at engagement rings, we looked at houses. And this boy broke my heart more than any relationship. And then from that stand, well, I was like, like how, how did oh, it was break? awful. I just told you to oh, fuck off. No, like. it was awful. So literally got a house, got all that shit, got a ring, got a dog's picked out, got all that. And then basically we were going to go to Miami and New York. You know, I told you I went there mm-hmm. and uh, we were about to go. We actually went to go to watch the Conor McGregor fight against. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Had it yes. patterned out like Aldo. right near ring. Like, you know, was it, who was it against? Aldo or Diaz? Mayweather. Yeah. Well, I actually met Mayweather. Oh, I yeah. met Mayweather in, in Miami, tiny little boy. <laughs> and uh, tiny man. And, um, and basically we had like, you know, an argument on the phone, like, well, go on your own then. You know, you don't actually expect them to go on their own. So you actually and from you the off. Oh, from the end of that phone call, I never even heard from him again. And even in our relationship, people would be like, I've never seen him like this. He's so loving. And then people are like, he's usually such a cunt. And I'm like, oh no. And that boy broke me. And from that stance, I think I was 20, so he actually 23. Fucked, he fully fucked oh, you off. Like- fully fucked me off. And it killed, it killed me. I've, I, honestly, it got me into swinging because I don't want to be a relationship with trauma. anyone. Trauma. So, oh, trauma. It got me into swinging because I met mm. that couple and I couldn't date with anyone, but I was obviously such a sexual person. So it got me into that. But I, from that stance, I was like, do you know what? I don't need a rich man. I will be the rich man. And that is what I've been since 23, 24. I've had myself so, so, and I've so become you, the rich man. I am now the provider. Yeah, but I'm women, financially women, women free. Women often become the man that they want. So it's like, yeah. so again, it's still, you still follow that the biological rule. Okay. That what women do. So like at the time you was hypergamous. You looked for a man that was above you. Yeah, you found yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously he damaged destroyed you to Destroyed me. Destroyed you to a level that, you know, that made you change. So through trauma, you, you changed and went a different direction. Mm. And, and just adding, then your value switched because you felt that pain, mm. that not feeling that pain again became more important than money. So now you just want to feel wanted to feel loved. Mm. Like it's, it's a it's mental. It's, 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 it's all plays back into. I've it, gone so through quite a few like little life spurts yeah, yeah, yeah. myself. So I can so, say. so you still fit into that. I think it's because I've not done this research and the statistical basis that you guys have done. I've just lived the life yeah. that I've lived. Mm. If my if my story fits to your you know that's, that's the to your theory, that's the no, that's fine. Thing. If it fits it's, to your theory, it's weird because if people yeah. who li- who still live that way it. By and large, it tends to still follow this similar structure. The theory, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, and, and that's why, no matter what people say or how people try to live, whether you want to live in your own reality and your individuality, it still fits in. Oh, and there is exceptions. And I believe the way you, what you've become as a result of your experiences mm. makes you an acceptance of the rule. But generally speaking, for the most part, for people who don't experience that or want to um, go in the direction you go to, still tend to fit this narrative. Mm-hmm. And leading on to that, and even like coming to the pod, even though 
really it's about this episode is about for you and our viewers, listeners getting to know you but we always say to guests it's also an opportunity for you to learn from us and understand how the theory might now apply to certain concepts that you might have not even known or may not might, may not be applicable to yourself but it might might be so yeah I'll just keep living my reality. <laughs> I'll keep living in my moment. I keep doing my thing. I hurt no one. I'm kind. I'm conscious. I'm mm. generous. That's one other thing. Like I, I, I've been lucky with money and I share that wealth. Like so many people. I spent a lot of money on my car today. So, you know. Did you really? Yeah. See, I, I told you about sugar daddy gave me 3,750. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid for my friends to get a car done today. No, but I'm asking about me. Just... Yeah, well, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> you're in my world, but like I paid for my pal, my best friend, to get a car fixed today I transferred her to 300 pound and like, I, went, I went shopping I went shopping you know. it is it's community living yeah, we it. don't live in a community world we live in a world where it's me and it's only me and I get that why when it's a selfish world when world is our world is difficult even though we think it's easy it doesn't but have to be it, and of course it doesn't have to be yeah. if we live in a community stand like in a community world we want to help each other I want to help people I want to go to Pandora uh, yes, yeah, I'll see you there. I'll sign this off. The only time it's not uh, community living is when you're fleecing man in there, 3,500 over <laughs> But I won't give the details. Don't, no! Peter, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. the record, bro. What are you saying? Get him. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sign up to our Patreon to find no, out. No, but plug yourself. Like, <laughs> content, what, what, what other stuff are you doing? What, what can yeah. we expect from you? Just plug yourself and give it all oh, to them. Uh, uh, well, OnlyFans, G that asked for real life content, four years of content. Uh, Instagram, Georgie with <laughs> 97. My Twitter is not for the faint hearted, so please be overage. It is Georgie Weir fan. And that's basically it. Oh, I've got TikToks as well, but they get removed left, right and centre. Georgie Weir here. Have you got any exciting content coming up that you want people to know about? Oh my God. Okay. You see, he knows it. <laughs> we planned this before. So recently I went to a collaboration meet in a mansion and I shot some insane content that has been wanted on my page for the last four years. In the last week, I have shot two boy girl anal cream pie scene plus gangbang scenes plus oh mate every, every fucking oh, scene cream pie in a booty cream pie in a booty and mate come, come like burger sauce and I ate it yeah <laughs> 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 that's it burger sauce <laughs> <laughs> hey, but no, I appreciate you coming on though. Nah, but yeah, discount, like quote Domino, and I'll give you a free video. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Alright, people. We, yeah, we yeah. need to send you some props so you can make one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give me that pillow. <laughs> Do some action with that pillow. Nah, but it's been fun. It's been fun. It's nice to talk to you, like, yeah, on a real. I appreciate it though. You know, like, share, subscribe. You know, you know the deal by now.